Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, let's get across to Paris. Uh, We've heard the voice of Duncan McKenzie McCarr catching up with the Aussies on uh, Stan Sport yesterday. He's live on the ground in Paris. Great to have you on board, Duncan. Oh, g'day, PP. Always fantastic to chat to you. In fact, a long-time listener, first-time caller for for me, BP. But, yeah, it's (laughs) another stunning day here in Paris. What's that? Uh, Where have you been? First-time caller. (laughs) Well, I've... Well, exactly. I mean, I've been uh, been all uh, at the US Open last year and then lucky enough to be at Roland Garros uh, for the very first yeah. time, covering this as a reporter mm. uh, this year, BP. So it's just been magnificent. 23 degrees and sunny today. A pretty good day for the Australians, as you mentioned yesterday. We got off to a great start with uh, Storm Hunter, and that was backed up by Thanasi Kokonakis, and then Jason Kubler made it three from three. Yeah. I then headed over to court foot 14 to watch... Aussie wildcard Kim Birrell take on the French wildcard Leo Leo Jean Jean. And I tell you what, that was an incredible atmosphere out there on Court 14 for young Birrell because, look, Kim was basically facing up to not only Jean Jean but also about a thousand fiery French people. So it was, uh, it was a fantastic atmosphere. It was a great learning experience for Kim and uh, hopefully yep. she can uh, take that and hopefully break into the top 100 in the next couple of months. Yeah, Duncan, that's the narrative I've gone with uh, today, that I think she can take a lot out of that. And uh, I know we were texting a couple of times and I know you were trying to bury courtside. There's, there's no better sound in sport, as strange as this may sound, that when a crowd is silenced and when she hit a couple of those cracking backhands in the second set tie-break just to see that raucous Parisian crowd silenced was just music to my ears. It was absolutely fascinating to watch. Obviously, being in that arena, that she was on the fourth biggest court here at Roland Garros, and she saved five match points in that second set yeah. and then won the second set to take it to a decider. She had all the momentum, BP. She was looking very, very good. She broke in the opening game of that third set. She then broke again in the third game um, of the third set, and everyone was, as you mentioned, silenced on that court. Suddenly, she was struck down with cramping uh, in a media conference last night. She said she's never experienced cramp before on a tennis court in her life. So just all of that, all of those emotions going through, I mean, it was, the match went for over three hours. Jean Jean was getting very, very tight. But as soon as Birrell started to show that effects of that injury, uh, she really started to, to grow it, go to another level. And as a result of that, uh, she really capitalised and got the win. But I tell you what, yeah, Kimbo will certainly take a lot uh, from that defeat. But yeah, it was, a, it was a, another great result for, uh, for Thanasi Kokonakis. I mean, he hasn't won here since uh, 2015, his first win on the red dirt here in Paris in eight years. And mm. that was another good, really interesting one to watch up close, BP, because Dan Evans, as we know, uh, 20th seed, v- very reliable player, but he can get a little bit hot under the collar, Evans. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he got very distracted, probably in the middle part of that second set. Thanasi started well, took the opening set, but then Evans really got distracted in that second set when he got broken back. He was having conversations with the chair umpire. He was having conversations with the crowd. Um, Fanasi knew that there was going to be some sort of sledging back and forth between uh, Evans and the chair umpire and even the crowd. So he just had to stay calm, focused uh, and lock in on his own game. 
Um, and he just really took care of business and took care of it well. He, we saw what it meant to him with his reaction on match point. And uh, so now Thanasi with a potential second round match with a former champion here, Stan Vavrinka. So that'll be a huge test uh, for Thanasi. Yeah, just great to see him winning straight. Uh, that doesn't happen too often. His matches uh, have been long the last couple of years, but the, the body is certainly very durable. Hey, what, what has struck you, Duncan, going to Roland Garros as you're taking the, the sights and the sounds? Uh, every Grand Slam has that... You know, unique environment. What's uh, what certainly uh, struck you? Well, the first thing that struck me is just how vocal the Parisians are here in Paris. It's it's absolutely crazy. We've seen the the, the fanfare around players like Luca Puy, who's made it through qualifying. Obviously, his story is an incredible one yeah. because you know a former semi-finalist at a Grand Slam and then obviously he's had those depression issues, those issues with alcoholism and as a result of that uh, he's really just making his way back into the game. I think he's ranked in the 600s now but made his way through qualifying and just the roars that were coming out of these these stadium courts uh, throughout the last 24 hours has been incredible. Obviously obviously we've got Benoit Pair playing on Susan Longland at the moment up against Cameron Norrie. I mean, you can hear the roars of the French from, you know, hundreds of metres away. It's quite incredible how much the French get behind their own here, and as we do in Australia, and as the Americans do with the boisterous uh, New York crowds over in Flushing Meadows. But I tell you what, the French really do get behind their own. I think there's 17 uh, Frenchmen in the singles draw, so... I think these roars are going to be coming for, uh, for some days to come. Yeah, I saw the great uh, Yannick Noah, who, um, of course, the last uh, Frenchman 40 years ago this year that he uh, upset Mats Verlander to win the French Open. They've had all these players inside the top 100, but none that have really threatened to win a major. But I think Yannick Noah had his own day uh, named after him, and he was uh, belting out a few tunes a couple of days ago, Duggan. Actually, BP, let's talk about that because that was one of the more extraordinary (laughs) things that I've ever seen inside a tennis stadium for quite some time. Yannick Noah, uh, I think the discussion was with the with the French Tennis Federation is that they wanted to do a proper, um, you know, a a proper presentation with Yannick, and Yannick said, "No, no, no, we're not going to do that." I'm going to have my own rock concert on <laughs> Philip Chartrier. Uh, and as a result of that, he sang all of his hits. Little did I know, BP, that you know, Yannick Noah has been pretty much a, a French pop star for the last 30 years. And as a result of that, uh, there was thousands of people in the stadium singing along to his own songs. It was, it was incredible. It was like it was, we were at a, at a gig uh, at, at Rod Laver Arena or something like that. And I think the, the entire world's media was just captivated by uh, Yannick Noah and how much he had the, had the whole crowd eating out of the palm of his own hand. Uh, look, he's such a personality, just does so much great work in and around tennis and, and, and so much great charity work mm. as well mm. and such a popular champion. I mean, obviously, we're looking to see Caroline Garcia, hopefully, um, for the French side of things, uh, become the first women's champion since Mary Pierce in 2000. Obviously, Amelie Moresmo. There was so much expectation on her in the early 2000s uh, to try and to try and lift the trophy here, and she couldn't get it done. Um, but perhaps Garcia, who hasn't looked very very good over the last, well, I'd say six months, uh, can hopefully turn it around. Indeed, yeah, she hasn't been in the, the greatest form, but a great 2022. So yeah, the, the players we know it with the Aussies here, they can feel those extra nerves on home soil. Before I let you go, we'll chat to Courtney Walsh after the break, who's also uh, in Paris, but Alex Dimonor, great first set. I'm watching it on the screen here. Duncan, 6-1. Ivashka, mm. he's been a sort of top 100 player for a little while. He's fluctuated in and out, but he's solid, but he, 
the, the demon in a bit of a dogfight in the second. Yeah, it was a very, very impressive opening set from the Demon taking it six games to one. He's just got a fantastic read on Avashka's serve at the moment. He's converted all three break points in that opening set. And then he got the early break in the second set, but Avashka uh, managed to break him back. And then they've sort of been going back and forth in this second set. But Alex is moving really, really well. I'm, I'm a little bit confused as to why he hasn't got better results on the clay. Uh, you know, Wally Masur from Stan Sport believes Thanasi Kokonakis is our best player uh, on this surface. But I tell you what, Alex is moving well. I spoke to him a couple of days ago and he said that him and, him and Luch have really kind of They've only really figured out how to, how to play on clay over the last year or so. So Alex is really excited to sink his teeth into this tournament. Mm. Um, he's got a decent, side, decent draw at the moment, but I think he really needs to try and conserve his energy in these early rounds because we know how long these matches can be in hot, sunny conditions in Paris. No doubt. Mate, thank you. You're doing a great job. Of course, Roland Garros now streaming on Stan Sport. Every match ad-free, four courts in 4K. You will not miss a beat throughout the night. And uh, the man I'm speaking to catching up with all the Aussies and other players during uh, the tournament. Thank you, Duncan. Appreciate it. Thanks, BP. Duncan McKenzie-McCarr.